Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. I am Moses Wartooth and I'm here with Justin Allen. And we got a lot of shit to talk about as usual. So Justin, what do you got for us today? Man, I got to start off. I got to get something off my chest, dude. This guy's been popping up my feed left and right. And I don't know a whole lot about him. I do know a little bit, but Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah. He's getting it. Well, he's getting interviewed by all kinds of people on the left and right. He's talking a bunch of shit. So I, I got to know. So did this guy go to prison or because it was human trafficking? Allegedly. Allegedly. Right? So he got he was in he's an American citizen, but he lives in Romania. So he got arrested okay. in Romania in his mansion. They came and took him to prison. So he did. I think he spent like 90 days or give or take in prison in a Romanian prison. And then eventually he did get released. He was on house arrest for a while. And then now he just recently got off of house arrest. But his brother was, like, wrapped up in it, too, right? Yeah, Tristan Tate, I believe is his name. Okay, okay. So, like, I mean, like, what's the deal with it? I mean, where, where did this guy get all his money? Like, where? how did he become famous? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I think from my first um, hearing about him, it was like, he was, you remember a couple years ago, there was, like, a big push on Alpha Male. They were having, like, schools, and you could pay these fucking dudes $2,000 to go to a camp and get yelled at and try to be like, oh, be a fucking man. Oh, okay. So yeah, 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 I know what you're talking. I think he was in on some of that shit for a while, but I, that that was kind of his agenda. But he did he did do some other stuff too. But I think that was that was when I first heard of him. Well, I did uh, I did see something that he runs. It's called like a hustle school or something like that. Yeah, it's like a, it's yeah. A school. It's like I think it's fifty dollars a month you can subscribe to, and it's like literally Andrew Tate and then like all these rich assholes telling you how you can be like them, you know? And they literally just push you onto their affiliate links of yeah. shit that they already own, so you just waste more of your fucking money. Just make sure you buy all your shit from this, this, yeah. this, this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, like, one thing I did read about Tate that I actually thought was kind of interesting, and, you know, first and foremost, I'm, for anyone listening, right, I'm probably about to shit on this guy pretty big. <laughs> so, like, here we go. Uh, do I think that he's a successful businessman? Sure. Obviously. I mean, yeah. you can't deny that. Yeah. You know, he was talking about like clips that I saw where he like owns and drives McLarens and stuff and has mansions and all this other shit. And so like, from what I've seen, obviously he's a successful dude. Right. But I think, well, like I, he, from what I was reading, okay, where he really started making the big bucks was those casinos apparently he opened in Romania. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, I watched him on like a little podcast and he kind of explained a little bit how he got into that. And apparently he basically didn't really have the money to open a casino. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a casino is going to cost you, what, a billion dollars? Yeah, I mean, a little bit less than Romania, I would imagine, <laughs> but still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I, so from what I was reading... He apparently, through some associates of his, got in contact with some high-ranking Eastern European mafia members. Okay. Like, guys who, like, ran these crime families, right? And he went and approached them and was like, hey, I want to open a casino. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they were like... and Now, the, now this crime family, this specific crime family, I don't know their name, don't know anything about them, whatever. His story could be complete bullshit. Let's put it out there. Yeah. But apparently, this crime family owns like 400 casinos all throughout Eastern Europe. Okay. And so they look at Andrew. So Tate. why would they, if they already had all that, why would they even want to fuck with him in the first oh, place? Getting there, dude. Okay. <laughs> so Andrew Tate apparently cut him a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, was like, hey, look, you front all the money. I'll take all the. He'll take all the risk, right? And he guaranteed that they would get paid like a percentage every month regardless if the casino was profitable or not. Oh, okay. And each casino that Tate opened would be open next to one of their competitors. Okay. So it was almost like a no-lose situation. So he was taking a pretty pretty big gamble, I guess. If he didn't have the money to front it in the first place, but he was also saying, like, I will guarantee you set dollar amount a month. Yeah, and what do you think those guys are going to do when that check bounces? Oh, they're coming for your nuts. They're going to cut those things. <laughs> Dude, I bet those guys, those Eastern Bloc criminals, especially now, I bet they make like our fucking career criminals look like a bunch of bitches, dude. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they still they still remember like governments collapsing and shit. Yeah, there, you know? <laughs> they are not afraid to stone somebody. Like, they'll so, get you. Yeah, I guess. And then uh, from my understanding, I guess him and his brother were tied into 
either they owned a company or they helped run a company that managed only fan girls. Oh yeah. Digital pimps. Yeah. And then that apparently is how he got pushed into the human trafficking charges that he received in Romania. Well, I watched a, I watched an interview of him and Tucker Carlson and he explained his sec. That was with his brother, right? What do you mean? The interview with Tucker Carlson. No, it was Andrew. Really? Okay. I, I think oh, he, he probably he probably interviewed both of them. But the I didn't mean to cut you off. I saw a clip where it did have his brother on there. He probably interviewed them both. Yeah. But I, anyways, I watched the one where he in- interviewed Andrew, and he said that the allegations against him for this specific reason, or the reason why they took him to prison, was they alleged that he was coercing women into making TikTok accounts, and that, that he was taking the money off of that. Hmm. And he was like... I'm a multimillionaire already. I have a wife and a couple of kids. He's like, I have nothing to do with fucking TikTok. I have made no financial gain from TikTok. He was like, every, he's like, my records, like everyone can check my shit. I've never had anything to do with TikTok. So I'm sure they, he, I'm sure he did fucking something, but yeah, I don't like his, the way he, and he, he's a good storyteller too. So the way he made it seem, I mean, it was like, why would that dude, fuck around with some tiktok bullshit he already has a bunch of money anyways like, like most rich people are all charismatic yeah yeah <laughs> oh it seems to be a common trait. a smooth talker <laughs> yeah well you know <clears throat> i uh i, I thought this story was kind of interesting but like you know one thing you know, I'm, like i said i'm about to shit on tate hardcore all right i don't know anything about his brother but one thing i did notice about tate in some of the interviews that i saw with him was he was very critical and outspoken of like western like world governments mm-hmm. and women yeah and now I do think he makes some interesting points that he I does. probably agree with, but he does say some crazy shit. And I think he might've just pissed off some government officials in Romania and they were like, let's fucking clip this dude's nuts. man." Yeah. You know, or some fucking, I mean, he might've did some bullshit over in America and they were pissed off about it too. Who knows? Who, yeah. I mean, really who knows? Cause I mean, it's, it's only when the courts, like the cases are over, does it actually become public record? Yeah. And obviously, I guess they hemmed. I mean, if he did prison, I mean, he went over like he was locked up behind bars for ninety days or whatever, and then he got on house arrest, and now he's out. Like that makes me think that it was some bullshit charges anyway. Because if he did yeah. something like if he actually was a goddamn human trafficker, I'm pretty sure he would still be in prison. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, for sure, man. I, I got no doubt on that, man. But God, man, listening to the way this guy talks, I don't think I could be in a room for five minutes with that dude. <laughs> That shit, I mean, he was getting my blood boiling just watching him on the screen. His ego, like, engulfs the room. You know, and I'm not, like, a feminist activist or anything like, like, you know what I mean? Normally, shit just really doesn't even get to me or offend me, but it was just his ego, man. Like, just just, the way he presents himself and how he talks. Oh, God, man. I was like, dude, is this guy, like, for fucking, is he for real? He's, like, super calculating. Like, it sounds, like, his his responses to shit almost sound automated sometimes. It's actually kind of weird. Like, if you actually study, like, what he's, like, how he talks and stuff, it's kind of, it's weird. It's odd. I did watch, uh, with this particular, like, interview that I saw with him, he did mention that his father was a, uh, what is it, a chess grandmaster? Really? I didn't know that. And, uh, so his father, like, taught him chess uh, chess, mm-hmm. and then apparently like applied that growing up throughout his life, like how to be very calculated okay. and to predict moves. That, that actually explains a lot. And applied it like to his life, yeah. you know, like outside of like the chessboard and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And kind of talked about how, you know, inevitably in Western society, it's all like revolves around like the enslavement of people. Yeah. Like um, working nine to fives and shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like through debt being a big one, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, the credit system, yeah. that kind of shit. Uh, stereotypes, you know, like buying shit you can't afford or money you don't have. You know what I mean? <laughs> to impress people that don't care and don't yeah. matter. <laughs> Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> damn, I need to watch it. That's a good damn movie, wasn't it? Good shit. But uh, they just really don't make movies like that anymore, do they? They can't. <sighs> we had it so good, didn't PC we? PC bullshit. <sighs> we flew too close to the sun. <laughs> but I do think, uh, I do think Andrew Tate embellishes a lot, man. I would think so. Well, like, I wouldn't be surprised if most of those cars were being leased. Yeah. If he rented or Airbnb'd. Those mansions, mansions and shit. Yeah. Like, those two, uh, those two, like, idiot brothers, like, the Island Boys. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those fools are broke now. Oh, yeah, they were broke as shit. But the whole time, <laughs> they were, like, broke as fuck. And they were, like, having, like, like, people were, like, filing cases against them. Like, hey, like, you owe us money. Like, yeah. debt collectors are calling. Like, let's, you know, pay these people the money, you know, that's owed. Uh, they were, like, making, like, 
Instagram videos bragging about how much money they had and like, you know, they're just holding up like bricks of cash, like, oh yeah, like we're doing so good, you know, but they sure as fuck had to get those diamonds ripped out of their teeth. Yeah, they were a fucking detriment to society. They made so many little kids think that they could be famous and get rich from being a complete talentless fucking moron. God, and they're not even good musicians, man. Dude, they played a show and got immediately booed off. They're fucking terrible. They can't do shit. Dude. They have zero talent whatsoever, besides yeah, like, just looking like a pair of fucking morons. They can't even present themselves, like, in a professional manner. Like, I mean, I know we talk some shit on this show, and we cuss a lot and stuff, but, like, if we went on a legit show, we could, like, talk. You know what I mean? Like, depending on, like, what the environment is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck, are we on the news? Maybe I can't say douchebag. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> but, like, if we're on a podcast... Fuck it. You know, like, let everything go. I'm not saying we're fucking geniuses over here, but we're smarter <laughs> than those motherfucking <laughs> island boys, so. <laughs> God, I hate when this song sucks so fucking bad. I used to go to, like, uh, I used to go to, like, clubs and stuff, you know, years ago, and, like, I would, like, hear, like, it would come on, and I'd be like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? What the fuck song do they even make? It's that, it, I think it's, like, literally called Island Boy. I'll play it for you later. Once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I know. Oh, what this that was that bullshit. Piece of shit. Like, like, I'm an island boy. I'm oh yeah <laughs> it's like that's literally all it is i hate it already yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's just it's just complete utter dog shit <laughs> but so i do think t- tate like embellishes too but i also based on like what he was talking about especially with the casinos the way i saw it was he doesn't own those casinos because he's indebted to the mob to the mob yeah you know and that kind of reminds me of the story of like my grandmother Did I ever, like i mean i know i told you a little bit about that but like, have I really, like, gone through, like, the whole story about how, like, my grandmother got started? No, I remember you told me you were young and you would go around and she would collect her cash from various <laughs> stores and establishments. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, So I'll, I'll leave the uh, the city out, but I will say <laughs> somewhere in New England on the East Coast, right? Your grandma was running some shit. Grandma was running some shit. <laughs> in, uh, started in the 70s. Started in the 70s. So this is before the RICO Act and all that. That's when the American Mafia was like... The 70s. Thriving. Where so many great stories begin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, damn, dude. I've, I couldn't even imagine being alive during that time, dude. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have made it out of my 20s, dude. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> well, like... um, So, you know, this story, you know, to kind of... I don't know, like, paint a little bit of a picture, man. Uh, you know, she was a single mom. And... Uh, you know, didn't really, she didn't have a college education, didn't have a lot of opportunities, stuff like that. But uh, she was a hard worker, man. Mm-hmm. And um, so she knew some people because uh, I think she started managing a, they called them lounges back then, but it was kind of like a, think of like a bar that might have a dance floor. They usually have like a live band, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you don't see a whole lot of those too much anymore or mm-hmm. whatever. It's kind of like an older thing or whatever. Um, typically they serve food and all that. Yeah. And so she was managing, she was working her ass off, but she was, like, exceptional at, like, hospitality and customer service. Oh, so she was extremely personable? Yes. Okay. And she, like, knew everyone's names, knew everyone's wives and their girlfriends. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, like, like and the whole she, she kept it good, too. Oh, yeah, she kept yeah. it cool, kept it cool, man. Had that confidentiality, the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, so <laughs> she started uh, she started getting to know, like, some of these, some of these guys mm-hmm. that were in the uh, New England Mafia, and... So they, they loaned her some money to front up a sports book. So she's running this lounge, and now she's running a sports book. And, you know, they teach her the ropes and all this other stuff. And eventually, she starts making some money. Mm-hmm. It's, like, pretty good money. Like, in the 70s, like, she's getting to the point where she's, like, making, like, a couple of grand a week kind of thing. Oh, it's hell like, yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, what, what do you think that would be? Like, 10 Gs a week today? Probably. You know? And uh, so she's like, well, I'm going to start opening my own businesses. So she fronts up some money. She goes back to the mafia, gets some loans. And they're, they're, at this point, they trust her, right? Yeah. And so she starts opening all these businesses on, like, straight up, like, unsecured. Like, like credit rival. lines, basically, yeah, through with, them. With the mob, like, mm-hmm. paying them percentage and all this other stuff, right? And um, so she opens several businesses. So she had, like, a nightclub. She had several bars, pool halls. She had an ice cream parlor. I think some storage units at one point. Okay. So um, she was pretty diversified. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, some bad investments, economies kind of turn around. 
uh in the 80s there was a big economic crisis ice cream game wasn't what it used to be yeah and then uh things just started kind of going downhill man and i'll bring this all back to andrew tate (laughs) (laughs) this is how this all relates to tate (laughs) and in the end uh you know the mob they wanted their money and it was literally like okay well we're coming in to liquidate so do you think she uh like dreamt too big and tried to spread out too much or like got or like, or was it a case of it was just literally the economy and she couldn't stay afloat due to economics all I across the board? I think it was the economy. Okay. But mostly combined with predatory lending. Okay. Because you got to think like, you know, when there's an economic crisis, like usually the federal government steps in and starts regulating banks. Like, hey, like providing relief, especially for like businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, with the mob. <laughs> they don't do that they shit. They don't do that shit. <laughs> like, you fucking pay us. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And so they came in and they, they snatched shit, everything up, man. And it was actually kind of a sad story because I believe in the early 80s, she was a uh, she was a millionaire. And by the time she passed away in the early 2000s, she like didn't even have a dime to her name. God damn. That's yeah. sad. Because they came back and they got everything. Man. And for years, for years, my family was getting phone calls from like people. like not, Asking not for shit. Banks, like, yep. yep. Be like, hey, like we're old, like business associates, like shit like, like that. Like you're... She owes us this amount of money yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so what I think is going to happen with Tate and his casinos, uh, if he, in a, in a perfect world, if he runs everything right, the day he dies, all that goes back to the mob. True. If, if he fucks that up, no, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes missing. So it would be smart of him, I guess, in theory for him to go and be like, look, I don't want this anymore. You guys just take it. Like he's already made his fucking money. Yeah. Like at this point, he has reached a level of fame due to like social media, and like he's getting interviewed by everybody. Like he has his like he doesn't really need the casino at this point. I would say. I don't think that's how it really works, my man. Because you know they 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 built this. Now it's a liability for them. Yeah. And then now, like if he just tries to step out, now they have all this other responsibility to inherit. On something but, that they didn't even want in the first place. But if they already owned four hundred of them, and they were like, and they're profitable like if he basically steps out at the peak i would Maybe. i don't know i mean it's the mob you know i'm sure you can negotiate just true you're like <laughs> i got a kid i don't really like too much how about you take that thing and we'll call it good oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah man uh, i mean but I, I will say this you know even though like like the shit on tape dude but uh i do think he makes some good fucking points and some some shit he says is crazy you know, like, I mean, he talks about, like, you know, women are the property of men. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what'd you just say, dude? Or, like, he'll be like, I'm allowed to have, like, ten girlfriends, but the only men my girlfriend can talk to is, is her me. brother, her <laughs> father, and me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, what, what kind of fucking world do you live in, man? But, I don't know, like... Some points he makes about like you know men need to be men and like step up and handle business and do. All I do agree shit. with that yeah. end of it. Yeah. I feel like he probably just needs to lay off the woman shit a little bit. <laughs> well, because like right now we're running into like the problem. Like now, like you know, I mean, really in our generation, because like we're what technically millennials, right? Yep. So I mean, you can take millennials and go back all the way to like Generation Z or whatever. I guess that's the youngest one, right? Kind of coming up. I think I I don't know. It's like the late teens, early adults, <sighs> Generation Z. Yeah. Well, um. I mean, dude, like most of them, they, they don't want any responsibility. They don't want to do jack shit. I mean, like it's it's insane. Yeah, it's like they they kind of live in a sheltered bubble that has been created for them, I guess. But I don't understand. Like I was fucking interesting fact. Like I was listening to someone talk and they said that most teenagers now don't even care about their license, like getting a license. Like I remember when I was 16, what? I couldn't wait to drive. So like like you when you say they don't care about getting a license, like they don't want a driver's license? No. Like at all. Like Like no... in fact, like a recent study said 60% of American 18-year-olds don't even have a license. 60%? Yeah. Dude, when we were growing up, everyone was like, "Give me a fucking license." Like at 15, I had my permit. Me too. And yeah. then I learned how to drive. So the day I turned 16, I got my license. And then the day I I was also grounded for three months, so I couldn't fucking drive because my parents were assholes. But I had the <laughs> license. I just couldn't fucking use it. But then after that, I mean, because then you get the car, you get a job, you start working, you start making money. Yeah. You start living your real fucking life. You don't yeah. get babied anymore. Start it's awesome. Kind of what you want to do. Yeah, you're that. independent. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed. It. I mean, I remember the you know first cars we had. You know, they were kind of like pretty cheap and stuff. Because I mean, we had we had the you know for the audience, I guess. Uh, 
you know, Moses and I, we, we had the same first job together. Sack, yeah. Sacking groceries at the local grocery store. You remember that shit? Oh, it was mind numbing. Yeah. You know, that's not even a job there anymore. Really? Yeah. They don't sack groceries anymore. Who does it? Nobody. Like, nobody. Nobody? Uh, just... No, sorry. sorry. Oh, or they, does the they, cashier do they it? They will sack them, but there's not, like, remember how we used to have to take them to people's cars? Yeah, and yeah. Load them and do it? They don't do that shit anymore there. Really? Yeah. Apparently they quit during COVID. Mm-hmm. And they just never brought it back. <laughs> <So>. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That was like part of the whole thing of going to a grocery store is some little kid would fucking sack your shit up and you'd give him a dollar to go unload your groceries out of the car. Do you remember how, do you remember how much we got paid working there when uh, we started? Was it five twenty five? Or was it seven? Five fifteen. Five fifteen? Right when Fuck. we started, it was five fifteen. Then immediately after, like I don't know if it's the federal government or Texas, but they pass a law. They bumped the minimum wage to five twenty-five an hour. Yeah. Okay. Right, and then later on, it went to seven twenty-five, and then it hasn't been raised in what a decade and a half. At least, yeah, yeah. It's, it has been a while. <laughs> yeah, because minimum wage in Texas is still seven. Is it seven fifteen or seven twenty-five? Seven twenty-five. I mean, that's okay. the federal minimum wage. Yeah. Okay. Which is low as shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like you can work full-time job and still like not live not even like pay like the average like rent yeah you know but the that's still like that's the whole point of progression like for a 16 year old kid that's totally fucking fine because you don't have any goddamn bills like i had to pay my car insurance and my phone bill but that was like my parents still at least fed me and kept a roof over my head (laughs) so i mean they didn't have you had to worry about that but like the thing is too like you know when you're gonna pay someone minimum wage like you're gonna get minimum wage at quality of work very true. Remember what we used to do? Yeah. We would literally stand in the back <laughs> of the parking lot and drool on ourselves because it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> Smoke I remember, cigarettes. Yeah, we would we would look at each other and be like, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> they made us wear like uniforms there. Oh yeah. Khaki yeah. pants and a lime lime green shirt. God, dude, I fucking hated it. And the manager of that place was a dick. He was. You no, know, that guy is still there. I that, went there the other day and I saw him. I was like, "Holy shit!" That makes me feel good. You're still alive. I mean, he looks like <clears throat> he kind of looks like he's like kind of balling, man. Like it was like a gold like wristwatch on like one arm and like a gold like wrist like bracelet on another, like a gold necklace. Like he was like wearing like designer shoes or some shit and stuff. Like, well, Damn. he still goes home to a one bedroom studio, so I don't care. He outwardly he just wastes his money on frivolous uh, bullshit. I guess like in his defense though, like he's managing like punk ass fucking teenagers. Very true. It's not like yeah, I guess because he was 16. cool with the older people. He yeah, was like really, you know what I mean? Because there there were some old people who were like in their forties working there or whatever, you know. But you're dealing with like fucking sixteen year olds all day. That is true. But I remember one time, man, I had this. Uh, did you remember when I was a kid? I had that amateur sponsorship or whatever, skateboarding or whatever. Yeah, from like a local business. Nothing, nothing crazy. And um, <clears throat> there was a skate competition that I wanted to go to. And, but I had to work. I had to go sack groceries. At this point, like, I'm, like, ready to quit this job. Like, this, <laughs> this shit sucks, dude. And uh, so I call in, and I, I give him, like, a heavy notice. I mean, we're just sacking groceries. There's high turnover. You can get replacements for your shift. Very easy. And we're oh, talking, yeah. what, like, maybe four-hour shifts? T- yeah, not long. You know? So, like, you're driving all the way out there. 15 miles. For like 20 bucks. For $20? You know? Like, 15 yeah. after taxes. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I call and uh, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to call in. And I'd never called in. I'd never been late. Never had any issues whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And as if the universe had a sense of humor, he answers. And I'm like, great. The general manager of this massive grocery store answers. Like, not the four assistant managers or yeah, who are all like shift, young, cool kids, like a little bit older than not, like nineteen year olds yeah. that would be totally cool with it. None of those guys. This guy. <laughs> so I tell him, and I, I'm like, "Fuck it." So I like put on my best acting skills, which are like dog shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I tell him, "I'm like, hey man, uh, I was like, you know, like I'm really close to my aunt. She just had a hot like a heart attack. I give him the name of the hospital that she's at. I was like, I got to go up there. I was like, she doesn't really have anyone." Uh, I was like, unfortunately, like I, I can try to make it in. I was like, but if, I, if I'm going to be in, like, I'm going to be like several hours late. Like I might, might only be there for an hour. And he was like, oh, that's understandable. He was like, well, just get a note from the doctor and bring it in next time you show up. A and note then, from and, the doctor and then he hung up. And then I was like, I had very mixed emotions because here I am lying to this man. <laughs> I want to go to a skateboarding competition across town. <laughs> right. 
to win like a free t-shirt or something. <laughs> and at the same time, I just told him that a very close relative of mine had a heart attack. And then he was like, okay, well put that on hold and get a note from like the cardiologist that says she had Yeah, it. like, I'm sorry. Um, I hate to pause you while you're trying to save my grandmother's life, but I need a doctor's note so I can go back to my $5 an hour job. Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I get it. But I, I just, I didn't even, I was like, whatever. I didn't even show back up. I had a friend of mine, like she was a, like a, like a, she wasn't assistant manager, but she was like a, like a shift supervisor. She's one of those like ones you were talking about. Like I think she was actually like nineteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I told her I was like, "Hey, like I'm, I'm done." She's like, "Okay, you're good." She's like, "I'll just scratch from the schedule." She's like, "It happens all the time." It's not a big deal. <laughs> and uh, and then like six months later, they called me and asked me if I wanted to fill in a shit. <laughs> I was like, "What?" They're like, "Hey, we we forgot your name. It was found on an old piece of trash in the back. Like you're still on the schedule." <laughs> But yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it opened up me working for like other jobs and stuff like that. And then I got into like the restaurant industry and realized that was a fucking not a good choice. <laughs> the way uh, I, uh, the, the reason I, I quit that job was pretty entertaining as well. So I'd been, I took mushrooms the night before and I had to work, oh, I had to work the uh, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift. And <laughs> Turns out I didn't sleep at all, so I was driving the car to work, still tripping. It was fucking five thirty in the morning, and I was like seeing waves and all this shit. Oh, so you're having full on visuals? Yeah, I was still fucking like I had taken some at night, and then I took more at like three in the morning. So we're talking like dilated people. Oh, like goddamn saucers, man! Like if I looked anyone in the eyes, they would be like, "Holy shit, what is wrong with this kid?" <laughs> but. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to work anyways. Oh, so dude. I get there, show up on time, and they're like, oh, today is going to be your first day of training to work the gas station. So <laughs> I'm like, Hold, like, so the gas station, inside, there's a, it's outside of the grocery store, Holy but there's shit. a little box, and one person stands in there and takes money and runs order. Like, you know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, we I was, for the, I was supposed to be in there, so I was in a... I was in a little fucking cute. Well, luckily, the my trainer was an old woman, so she had no idea that I was just on tripping my balls yeah, off. She didn't even know what she was looking for. Yeah, she was yeah. like, "Oh, your eyes are quite large." I'm like, "Yeah, I nice haven't." Nice young man showing yeah, up to a job. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to adjust to the light yet, ma'am. I'm sorry. Imagine she talks like Mary Poppins. She did. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was in this box for hours, and man, I I couldn't get anything done. I literally yeah. wanted i wanted to die first off because it was just miserable in there yeah. and yeah. i remember walking in and like everything because you know when you're tripping like ever like lights are super everything's brighter it's hard to see intensified. yeah you can't like everything. i couldn't i couldn't even read like you yeah. my pupils are too big so you can hear better like you hear yeah. like a bat you know what i mean like it's just like what the you're hearing shit that isn't there yeah <laughs> it's all super fucking cool but not when you're trying to work a gas station sometimes it's cool yeah you're it where it's not Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've thought I was dying multiple times before. <laughs> I've thought that my teeth were going to fall out, like oh, all God. kinds of random ass shit. I got stories for days on doing mushrooms. but We should we should do an episode over drugs. Yeah, we should. It seems to be a popular topic, you know, like everyone's talking about it or whatever. So. Yeah, we've got, I know we both got a lot of stories about that. We'll, we'll have to save that for another time. <laughs> Allegedly, we both have a lot of stories about that. <laughs> this was years ago years in the land far far away <laughs> oh man but you know like i don't know you know like we're talking we're talking about tate we're talking about like you know us being punk ass kids and ourselves you know like but i mean like we turned out like pretty good you know i'd like to say so and you know i mean i think for the most part and but i mean we had to go through like some shit you know yeah but, but a lot of a lot of young people not so much the guys in college because like i do go to like a legit university mm-hmm. so i think those kids you know they got parents putting the thumb screws on them yeah you know what i mean and like i think a lot of those kids are like honor roll kids stuff like that you know and um but like you know when we were like in the military like even working other jobs and stuff like a lot of the young kids man they're just like they're fucked up man like they're just like like total like unmotivated do their scumbags you have to yell at yeah. them to do their fucking job like it was ridiculous getting yeah. out and having the new troops come in i fucking hated all of them there was probably like out of every six new guys there would be one that actually was a good person like a good yeah. like worker would show up on time duty was supposed to not bitch about it not yeah. to be on their ass the whole time and the rest of them dude were just lazy as fuck just want to be on the phone the whole time yeah dude i just and then like you run into the people like i don't know did you ever run into like the like people who like 
were getting in trouble because like poor hygiene like they would even, like either they just wouldn't like shower or they would like yeah clean their dorms or whatever yeah you know what it's I mean? weird like i know there there seemed like all there's always one person in it no matter where you were at and one there was one guy in the shop that just smelled like shit yeah it was all it was a young kid always because yeah. any grown man with a family their wife's gonna be like yo wash motherfucker yeah for sure but it was, it was weird i don't i don't know well did i ever tell you a story about oscar the grouch <laughs> no <laughs> the uh, right. sesame street character <laughs> uh might as well be uh, <laughs> i mean well you know the idea about him was uh he lived in a fucking trash can right yeah all right well i got a story for you on this one man <laughs> uh, so it is what 2015 2016 it's back when I was t- telling you like shit, crazy shit with Trump was going down. And oh yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that started to cool off, and I was getting out of there. Or whatever. <laughs> that was my last month, and uh, you know, the people I worked with called a squadron, at least like in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about four hundred of us, <clears throat> right? And but the shop that I worked in, we only had about ten people, and we had this one kid. His name was Henry, and oh my god, this guy was. He was a, I don't even know where to start. He wasn't bad as the Abad guy that we talked about in this episode. <laughs> but, which, by the way, we did do the story of Abad, which was a long 30-minute story. I do have a part two to that. <laughs> so if people want to hear that, drop a like and a comment, and I'll give you a part two to that. And none of those stories are made up. All right, none of my stories from the military are made up. Like They're all 100% true. Um, cause I like to be honest with people. Well, dude, we haven't said any made up shit so far. I know. Like, dude, <laughs> it's crazy. Cause like people ask me, you know, like, they're like, oh, you do like your podcast or whatever. Like, man, like, you know, you got a bunch of, like a bunch of hours of talking and stuff. And I was like, like you know, you make stories, you have a script. I'm like, no, we, we, yeah, we there's, don't do, there's you know? no fucking scripts. No, I, no made up shit. The script starts three minutes before we start. And I'm like, what do you want to talk about, dude? And you're like, well, fuck, I don't know. Like, yeah, let's try this we're out. like, well, <laughs> let's just start talking and see what happens. Yeah, it always works. Yeah, it works out. <laughs> so anyway, the stinky kid. Oh yeah. So it's, anyway, back to Oscar the Grouch. Right? <laughs> so you know, all the people I work with, you know, like the four hundred of us, like we have like a little booster club, like little like private org to raise money, you know, to do things like if we want to have like a like a cookout. Yeah, or yeah, something. little morale boosting things. Yeah, you know, um, you know, they, they make T-shirts, going away, that kind of shit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, plaques and everything, mm-hmm. and um. So anyway, one thing they used to do, and I'm sure your guys probably did this stuff too, man. I think it seemed like a big maintenance thing, is they would have where you could bid on names, right? So a big one was like a pie in the face, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like the top three, so whoever the top three people who had the most money bid on them, and the bottom three who had the least amount of money bid on them, those six people get pied in the face. Yep. Right. And so it was a way for them to ensure that they were going to continuously keep raising money. Right? Yeah. Because you damn straight were not going to be the bottom one on that list. Yeah, you go drop a money. 20 on that thing and get your name out of there. You're <laughs> yeah, like, don't worry middle. about me. Somewhere yeah. in the middle, dude. And uh, so, um, so anyway, um, we have, you know, a, a fundraiser. And it's not a pie in the face, but it's a dunking booth. Okay. Right? And he's on the list. He's number one on the list. Because I put a fuck ton of money on this Because <laughs> I was like, this kid's taking a bath one way. <laughs> so I'm going to pause that part of the story right there. So just know that like we're sitting in an office. He has no, it's anonymous. So he has no idea who's putting his fucking money on there. <laughs> and he's like calling people, like trying to like get other names up on the list. And he'll like get it pr- solved because they're updating it. Every, because every so, so he doesn't want this. He does not want this at all. He does. He's afraid to take a shower. Yes. So they're updating this list. <laughs> we all have access on a share drive. They're updating this list in real time. So he's seeing it. He's like, oh, thank God. I'm like, and then people are putting <laughs> more he money on it. He's going back. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like texting my friend, like, yeah, hey, I got you, man. I'll get you 100 after work. But like, uh, you know, it's not, I'm just like, you can't put a price on entertainment but um live entertainment like that so anyway like the kid he starts having like some issues or whatever and you know he overall he was a nice guy Mm -hmm. he actually could do his job he was very very savvy so he Um, was totally proficient at his job he just had a hygiene issue it, it just whenever it came to once the uniform was off his life was shit Okay. Like, he drank way too much. Like, he smoked two packs. A kid was, like, 20 years old. <laughs> or I think he was, like, 21, actually. Um, but uh, what was the drinking age of Korea? Was it 21? It was 21 in Korea. So, yeah, he was 21. Yep. He was 21 then. And so, he was smoking two packs a day, never exercising at all, right? Um, drinking, like, heavy whiskey all the fucking time. But, was, he, uh, was he fat? 
No, no. Okay, he dude. just had the skinny kid do he whatever. Was like, maybe like metabolism five shit. Foot three, like a hundred and ten. Oh goddamn! Okay. Yeah, he was a small dude. He was from Hawaii, right? Okay. And this is uh, you can call it a stereotype if you want. This is where I found out uh, Hawaiians. I don't know if you know this. Very big into country music. Dude, I had no idea about that. Didn't see and that And I would have never guessed that either. <laughs> like Hank Williams Jr., Garth Brooks, all that so shit. So like old school country. I got friends <laughs> in low places. He's like, they weren't talking about Hawaii, dude. They meant <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> so like he would go out, you know, like Korea is extremely, po- or uh, sorry, karaoke is extremely popular in Korea. Oh, yeah. So he would go out and he would just like sing. Country? Country music. And it was so horrible. Like it was horrible. Like he was not a good singer. Like it was just like not nah, not a good fit, man. Not 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 good at all. But I went through. Did he dress country? Uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, it would have made the story better if he did. If he came out, came out like a fucking a Hawaiian in cowboy boots and shit. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, bolo tie, yeah. boots on and shit, <laughs> holding a surfboard. <laughs> they have. So um. So yeah, I went through a little bit of a karaoke phase too over there because I just get drunk and I just have fun with it, right? <laughs> and uh, we get remember, remember that story I told you about me doing karaoke in New Orleans. Yes, I talked about it on the podcast. Yep. a few episodes back. Uh, so this is probably like two years after that. Okay. So I'm still like in the karaoke. So your your career is still blooming on the karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking I got a shot. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I damn sure got a voice for radio. Sounded like a twelve year old girl over here who <laughs> smokes a pack a day. But um. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so I'm going out with him, you know, and he's just getting wasted. He's karaoke, 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 all the time, just all the time. And even I'm like, hey, man, like, you might want to, like, slow it down, dude. And that, that, that was a lot at the time coming from me. But he's like, whatever. And I'm like, fuck it, kid's young. Have fun with it. So he's got the dreaded PT test coming up, right? And our PT tests weren't bad, man. It was like, what, like? No, <laughs> dude. Air Force PT test, that shit was easy. It was... 33 push-ups, oh, it goes by age, but for our age at the time, it was like 33 push-ups, 60 sit-ups, 50? 50. 50. And a yeah. mile and a half run time in under 14? It was like 13. 1336? 1336, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was, the dreaded 1336. So, totally attainable, like. Yeah, like, all you gotta do is casually work out for like three weeks prior, yeah. and you could pass that shit, no yes. problem, right? And just like cut off the drink, eating the shitty mm. food, you'll be all right. Trust me, I did that shit for a fucking decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, he's got this fucking PT test coming up, right? And everybody, like, you know how it is, like, in the military, everybody starts getting on your ass. Yeah, like, they're like, be good. Uh huh. You know, every day, you're like, hey, yeah, check that gut, motherfucker. Well, because administratively, it becomes a problem. Oh, yeah. It, because if, then they, if, if you fail, your supervisor gets bitched at, and then they, like, it just fucking goes yeah. uphill. Your like, entire it, chain basically is called in the commander's office. Yeah. And then you get put on the mandatory PT schedule. So now you're missing work. So everyone else. And then everyone else slack. fucking hates you. Yeah. yeah dude. And the mandatory shit lasts fucking months and months. Like, and then until like until you're able to retest and pass that shit. Yeah. And so everybody's like asking him, like, hey, man, you good? You good? You good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So this fucking PT test comes up, man. And he is. He fails the sit-ups, like, instantly. <laughs> right? Like, I don't even think got even half. And then he fails the push-ups, right? Passes the waist, because he's skinny as fuck. Cause they oh, waist, yeah, right? yeah. And then he comes up for the run, and I don't want to say he faked this shit, but I think my man saw an opportunity to possibly get out of this shit, right? <laughs> because if you had a medical issue during your test... You could basically contest it and then just and say it was invalid or whatever. You'd, you'd invalid the t- okay. Invalidate the test and then you could retest like <laughs> so you a could, month. So you later. could buy yourself some time. Yeah, I think it was like forty five days. <laughs> so he's coming up and he's running, and of course, like it's just a shit show, right? And he um he gets around. I don't even know if he even made it halfway. And he's coming around the corner, and it's so funny. I wasn't there, but a bunch of people that I worked with were mm-hmm. like guys that I worked for. Um, and they said this dude came around the corner and then he just grabs his heart. And just like stops, <laughs> and then he just falls over. God, okay, dude, that would have fuck. I, I wish I could see that on video. That, that sounds amazing. And uh, we laugh now because it, it, it like it turns it, like we found out it's all bullshit later. It was all, yeah, it's all fucking bullshit later. But uh, at the time, we were kind of we were like, "Fuck, dude, does this guy have a heart attack?" You know, <laughs> is he gonna die? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, my phone's blowing up. They're like, "Yo, dude, Henry's like in the hospital, like, like legit, Jesus. like ICU, like you know what I mean, or whatever." I don't know emergency room so 
I don't know. You think like, oh, someone's gonna go over and like check on him, whatever, and be like, oh, you cool, like get up or whatever, like you know, no, nah, no, nah, man. They instantly call nine one one. They bring out the ambulance. They got oh, him on the stretcher God. and shit, right? So at this point, he's wasting time, resources, and money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they take his ass to an off-base hospital, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, so this becomes a whole fucking thing, because he needs, a, like, I guess a cardiologist look at his shit or something. I don't know, dude. Because he's like, oh, I'm having chest pains. And I'm thinking in my head, like... It's probably gut pains. You know, whenever you're out of shape and run and your side starts hurting, that's probably what that shit was. And so anyway, uh, he was really good friends with a girl in our shop, mm-hmm. right? And so they were like, hey, someone has to go to, like, go, go to, go to him, get, like, his key to his dorm, get all his shit or whatever, and then go, basically go to his dorm room, get him, like, clothes, get him what he needs, and bring it to his hospital room, right? Because he's going to be here for a few days. Mm -hmm. And so this girl goes and sees him, and she said the fucking last thing out of his mouth was, don't let them in my room. Oh god! Talking about like all of us, like yeah. all the supervisors and shit like that. Because I, I was I was a kid's supervisor or whatever, and so we were laughing and like me and another buddy of mine because we were both like staff sergeants. We were like, "What the fuck? Like, how bad can that be?" And so she goes over there to his room and we're with her because you can't be alone or whatever. You have to have yeah. like a NCO, like non commissioned officer with you, or whatever at least. And uh, <clears throat> she stops. She puts the key in, opens it, and she stops. And she was like. Henry told me not to let you guys in. <laughs> and I'd be like, all right, awesome. Open the fucking door. <laughs> That's literally, I didn't do it, but my buddy, uh, his, his name was Jeremy. He was like, fuck that and pushed it over. Yeah, dude. yeah. And the image I saw, I cannot get out of my head. And I swear to God, dude, I, this is no exaggeration. That shit was an episode of Hoarders. Uh, so it was bad, man. It was like, okay, so it was a quad dorm. So in, right, was it one of the quads? So like, It was one, one of the double ones. Okay, so you opened yeah. it and he had a bedroom and a bathroom. Was his? Uh, no, no, or no. So was... his was just like a bedroom with like a little sink mm-hmm. and then shared a bathroom with another room. Okay, okay. Okay. So um, kind of like, you know, hotel rooms have doors that connect or yep. whatever. Just imagine there's a bathroom okay. between the two of them or whatever. And so we go in there, dude, and it's just piles and piles of dirty clothes, old pizza boxes, Popeye's boxes. <sighs> Like, there's bugs, man. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, dude. There's, like, the mattress isn't even on the bed, and it's a bear mattress. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I look around, man. There's bottles and bottles just filled with, like, piss. And stuff. Are like, you serious? And, like, fingernail, like, clippings everywhere. All, dude. All kinds of shit, dude. It was, it was bad, dude. It was bad. And then, so, like, we got out. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then, like, I talked to the other guy, and he was like, man, he's like... Yo, we're just gonna have to handle this like whenever he gets it, when he gets done or whatever. And so he comes back, and at this point, like everyone fucking knows, because now it's like a health thing. We know about. Oh it. yeah. It has to be reported, like it's government property. You yeah. Know what I mean? And because like you know, in the military, you get caught covering shit up like that for people, like you'll get fucked. Oh, for sure. Hard. And uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's like Gestapo, right? Um, I mean, I'm I'm for. Where's your papers? Yeah, yeah. We're like, <laughs> uh, this fool has a disgusting ass room. I don't yeah. want no part of that. So like, my, my buddy like instantly rats on him. <laughs> like you know, I was like, dude, in, in that situation, I would, like if it's if it's nasty, disgusting ass shit like bad. that, it was bad. I ain't gonna cover for you. It was bad. If it's like some other kind of shit, I'll cover for you. But there not, was like not you like know that. those one liter like water bottles. Yeah, I saw six of those full of dip spit. God. And you said like piss bottles and stuff. Yeah. He has a fucking bathroom. I know, I know. It was like mental illness, like textbook mental illness. Yeah. There. So anyway, of course I'm young and I don't understand the human condition all that well at that point in my life. So he comes back or whatever, and he's like waiting on his results, right? And I'm like, I'm not fucking with this guy yet. Okay. <laughs> You're letting it build. Letting it build. Letting the suspension build. Because <clears throat> he'd be sitting at the computer doing work, and then he would just stop and grab his chest and be like, oh. Oh, dude, I'd be like, dude, work, right? like, you can't <laughs> just have heart attacks every, yeah. th- like, shut the fuck up. And so, like, uh, so one day, like, he just started pissing me off or whatever. I don't know, he popped something off one day. And then he was just, like, hunched over holding his chest, like, at his desk or whatever. He was, essentially, he was acting. He was trying to sell it. Yeah. Right? And I was like, hey, Henry, you already got out of your PT test. You don't need to keep faking heart attacks. Yeah, like, <laughs> that ain't how that works anyways. Turned around, gave me the look of, like, go to hell. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, whatever. And so, I don't know. So we started, like, beefing a little bit, right? And I was just like, all right, I'm going to fuck with this guy hardcore, man. So anyway, his test results come back. 
totally fine. The doctor was like, you actually have an extremely healthy heart considering everything. He was considering like, what you yeah. fucking do anyway. And he was like, you need to quit smoking and quit drinking, eat healthier and moderately exercise. And he was like, you can probably live a fucking long time as far as heart disease goes. <laughs> so, so anyway. So in, in that situation, if the doctor said he's bullshit, what do, what do they do on the PT test? Oh, no, they, they went back on his PT test and they counted it. Okay. As a total okay. failure. Yeah. So he had to like retest again. And right shit, on. Like, so all that crap. Um, but anyway, he. Uh, <laughs> so obviously he gets talked to about his room, like it gets cleaned up, all this other shit. Right. And that fundraiser comes around. Mm-hmm. And they got this Duncan booth. <laughs> Right now, this is why I'm keeping this dude as number one. Right, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get him back. All right, like I'm gonna fuck with him or whatever. So anyway, because he was getting a little testy. Plus, the dude needs a fucking bath. It sounds like like <laughs> yeah, you're doing him a favor at this point, not even being mean. It's so. Uh, so anyway, it's getting close because they had a cutoff time, right? <laughs> and he's like fucking freaking out, dude. And everyone in the shop is laughing their fucking They're just laughing their asses. Does, out. does everyone know that it's you that's been yes. him besides him? Everyone knew but him. <laughs> So everyone was in on this fucking joke. <laughs> That's dude. awesome. People started giving me money. They're like, hey, man, put 20 on that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he started pissing people off. Like, oh, you know yeah. I mean? Like, you know, can't piss off the tribe, man. You exactly. Know what I'm and uh, it never ends well <laughs> for anybody. And so anyway, it's coming close to time. And he was like, he's like, man, he's like, I really don't want to do this shit. I don't want to do this shit, man. He's like, this is, this is embarrassing or whatever. And so I tell him, break the news to him. I say, I give you two options. Okay, one, I'll put enough money on other people below you to get you out of the ring at the last moment Mm -hmm. to ensure that you don't have to do this. Or actually, no, sorry. I told him I would do that, but he had to do something for me, which was wear a costume that I bought about a month ago. And you didn't tell him what it was? No. And the costume... Was Oscar the Grouch <laughs> with a trash can <laughs> like around him? With the fucking trash can hat thing yes. too, or yes. the lid hat. Yes, dude. So it had all it had the whole nine yards. But he didn't know that. You just told him you had to wear a costume that I bought. I told him what the costume was. Oh, okay. I was like, so you can either wear this costume or get the fucking that Duncan booth. I was like, or you can come up with the money and bail yourself out because he had financial problems. I was like, which I know you don't fucking have. Like, or you can just go home and take a motherfucking bath. <laughs> no, no, no. We're in too deep at this fucking point. <laughs> he's, he's too far he's gone. He, he had his chance. Or he's being Oscar the fucking grouch. <laughs> he had his chance to bathe. So the kid did not want to do the goddamn Duncan booth like at all, man. So like he ended up having to wear the Oscar the grouch and like this fucking barbecue and shit. Dude, dude nobody was asking him why the fuck that would... this shit. <laughs> The Oscar the Grouch costume would be way worse than just going to the I, fucking Duncan booth, I man. I didn't understand it. I the Duncan like, booth, that's a that's like a... One and done. Yeah, one and done thing. Like, dude. people know what it is. There's a reason yeah. you're doing it. It's for, ch- like, cheer, like Basically charity. R- fundraising. Yeah, fundraising, yeah. It's not really embarrassing. No, you know? it's yeah. not. And there's there's going to be five other people doing it alongside him, too. Like, oh, there's dude. nothing wrong with it. Like, it was so funny, because he was, like, running around drinking. and like I remember he had, like, a cocktail in one hand, and he had a cigarette in another, and he's dressed like Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> and he's running around. So he was, like, the adult yeah. version of the Sesame Street yeah. dude? Like, so only the people in my shop, like, they knew about the fundraiser. They did not know about the costume. Oh, so that was, that so was it just surprised last, everyone? That was a last minute surprise to everybody. Dude, and it, the, especially, so the people that knew him <laughs> know, like, they knew about his room, they knew he fucking stinks and yes. shit, and then he shows yes. up as Oscar the Grouch. Yes. Dude, I would lose my shit. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, people were pissing their pants. That, fucking that's fucking hilarious. But, he passed his fucking PT test, and he got his fucking shit cleaned up, and never had those fucking problems again, from what I heard. Really? Yeah. A little bit of embarrassment goes a long way, dude. True. <laughs> oh, oh well, I'm glad he I'm glad he cleaned his act up. Dude, Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, I don't know. There's just different ways to manage something. Like, some, you know, some young guys, you know, you can tell them. You can just be, like, straight up with them. Like, hey, do this. And they're like, yes, sir. And, like, it's, it's, it's over. Yeah. And then some people, you got to tell them a million times. And then some people, like, they just can't do it or whatever, you know. So you got to get, you got to get, you got to get creative on what you can and can't do and all this other shit. Yeah, you know? like, that, that's that's an extreme story like i've i've been around people that needed a shower and shit but it was just like hey man i would i've had to tell people i'm like hey take a fucking shower dude you smell like shit no one wants to be around you oh yeah but like not to that fucking extent and but dude like you like there's dorm inspections Mm -hmm. so he would clean he would clean it up and then after that he would just go back to living in squalor they started slacking 
Oh, okay. Like just signing, like pencil whipping shit. Yeah. Okay. They had an issue with like the the dorm manager, and they didn't have people coming around. Oh, I gotcha. It was it was really bad. And these were the dorms. Uh, this was like the last rotation of people before these dorms got condemned too. So okay. So there was there was some black mold in them motherfuckers too. I bet. Oh yeah, for (laughs) sure, man. But Korea was a um, was an interesting time, man. Um, it was just crazy, crazy shit, man. Korea, Korea was fucking fun. I loved it. Almost well. It's a very safe country. It's a very safe country. It's a very dangerous place for military members because we act like fucking idiots down there. Yes. <laughs> like, typically you're away from your most most of the time you're away from your family. All there is to do is drink in your off time. Yeah. It's just a comp, but it's fun as fuck if you can stay out of trouble. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> usually the alcohol makes it worse. You know what I mean? It does. Shit! Every time my buddy gave our commander that fucking coin. No. Highly offensive coin. (laughs) What kind of coin? Oh, my God, dude. See, I mean, you remember, like, in the military, like, people trade coins. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to always have one on you. Yeah, and every unit you work with, there's a different one. Yep. And, you know, all this other stuff, and you trade them. Yeah, it's like a big, it's a big deal. Yeah, I got tons of, I got tons of people that trade with, like, foreign military. Yeah. It's really cool. And so, um, it's kind of thing to do. I don't, is that just, like, a maintenance thing, really? No. It's, like, like Uh, Air Force, or military-wide thing. As far as I know, it's military-wide. Because, yeah. yeah, because I've partied with other people. I've partied with, like, fucking dentists, like, dental assistants and that shit, and they had coins, and they coin-checked and did all that shit, too. So oh, okay. I, I think everybody does have their own shit. Well, like, you remember my career field, right? Yeah. So uh, it was weapons, mm-hmm. explosives, right? But uh, they call it ammo for short, right? And, uh, well, uh, our history in that career field dominated by men right and so I, i'm not saying any of this shit is right you know times have changed yeah whatever but back in the day they used to have a coin that was highly offensive that in the middle had a naked like stripper like full full nude stripper mm-hmm. and then around the edge of the coin it said ammo sucks tits clits and beer cans <laughs> right <laughs> and so anyway um some stuff goes down and some people get offended or whatever and which i get it you know times are fucking changing or whatever like you know by the time i was leaving it was very common to see you know 10 15 of a shop be you know women yeah yeah so obviously you can't have like dudes like with like fucking playboy like trifolds like slapped on their lockers you know what i oh, mean yeah. like shit like that you know so whatever but um so anyway we get this new commander in and he he's a pretty i mean he's he's the textbook which you would think of a commander but he's also very religious does not cuss so he's just like 100 percent devoted military boom religious like okay just straight up business right so he's 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 what the military likes yeah and he was a nice guy i mean Mm -hmm. he was making rank he was just very black and white no gray area type shit i think he was air force academy Okay. Graduate. So okay. you know, yeah, you yeah. Know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys, yeah, they got screw loose. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, we have this promotion ceremony, right? And because we had a bunch of guys make rank or whatever, mm-hmm. and essentially, like, I don't want to say the cool kids, but the cool kids <laughs> come out, right? And we all meet up at this one bar, and there's a lot of us. I mean, there's there's, there's probably uh, I would say fifty to a hundred of us, right? Mm-hmm. Throwing out there. And you know people put shooting pool. Do you drunk. remember the name of your like your shop's bar? Whiskey's. Mine was called USA. Really? Yeah, it was USA <laughs> Bar. <laughs> I think I've actually been there, dude. <laughs> dude, was yours Whiskey Go Go? Yes, I've been there too. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like people drinking soju, hell like, yeah, rice wine shit or whatever. Like soju yeah. is fucking awesome. Ooh, buddy, that shit will throw you through the moon. It dude. tastes so good and goes so down so easy and gets good. you wasted so as fuck. Good. And it's cheap as fuck. Yeah. You can get like a liter of that shit for like $2. Yes. It is insane. But anyway, (laughs) so we're all getting fucking wasted. And our commander decides, you know, like fucking. He's going to come out and support. Some leaders eat last shit. Like decides he wants to go out there. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. After we just had this huge briefing about how there's going to be this huge cultural change. No more. These certain slogans aren't going to be allowed. Certain songs and chants we have. Uh, what, what was what was like your main slogan uh, for your if, career? If you field? ain't ammo, you ain't shit. Okay, mine was "Who the hell? Pol? What the fuck? Big green truck." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got we got a stern talking to. You. We were like, hey, it has a curse word in it. You cannot use this anymore. Yep. Yeah, right? they wouldn't let us say our shit at the squadron functions either. 
Yeah, dude. And so, isn't that kind of shitty, though? Yeah, dude. Like, it's... Shit's been around for fuck. And you're just saying shit or like hell or like, yeah. what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I can understand if it's sexualizing or something. Yeah, but like there that. was nothing like demeaning or derogatory about it. It was just yeah. a fucking cuss word. Sure. We're absolutely. in the military. People cuss. Yeah. you. I used to make the joke. I'd be like, you know, we're in the business of killing people, right? And like, you're afraid you, about saying fuck? Did like, you forget that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bombing a bunch of. Poor innocent people you've never met, otherwise ever had a problem with. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, that's our line at work. You know. But don't say damn. That crosses the line. <laughs> so this uh this commander comes out, man, and um, and he has one drink. And I don't think he was like a drinker by any means. <laughs> he, he was probably like spilling it and pouring it out on the I side. Would, and shit. I would be surprised if it was non-alcoholic. Oh, I know duels or something. And uh, so he has <laughs> one drink, right? And then my buddy, only guy I ever met named Griffin. Uh, first name griffin yeah oh yeah i never yeah he was a jewish guy uh apparently he grew up like uh well hold on let me back up there's a point to that everybody chill everybody chill okay (laughs) it's it's not going where you think it's going all right but uh yeah he he was he grew up like really strictly like strict jewish family and Mm -hmm. stuff and then he kind of got out of it and joined the military and so he was telling me a lot about like jewish like religion and custom and stuff like that and I didn't know this, but did you know that like uh, Jews cannot have tattoos? Huh? No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, if they have a tattoo, because he had a bunch of like tattoos, right? Just being oh, in the military. Right? Okay. Uh, if they have a tattoo, they cannot be buried in a Jewish graveyard. Really? Mm-hmm. And he would refer to it as a Jewish boneyard. <laughs> His words, not mine. I was like, what the fuck? And he always would make like Holocaust jokes and stuff. Like, Jesus Christ. So this dude did not give a fuck. Like, he had a very twisted sense of humor. He was a great guy. Like, I love the guy. He's amazing. Still got him on Facebook. Awesome, dude. But, uh, like, a hell of a time. A fun time. You want to talk about a fun time. So anyway, Commander's there. Everyone's having a good time at this bar. There's, like, this whole promotion ceremony, like, off the books, right? Everyone's drinking. And my buddy Griffin is talking to the Commander, and he starts thinking that, like, oh, this guy's like us, but can't say it. One of those, like, wink and a nod, oh, like, you know what I mean? okay, yeah. Yeah. So my buddy does, like, our, like, chant, which is if, ends with, if you ain't ammo, you ain't shit, mm-hmm. after he strictly said that we are no longer saying that, <laughs> like, less than 48 hours prior. And then when he gets done with this chant, he grabs his coin out of his pocket and then goes and shakes our commander's hand and slides it to it to give it to him. <laughs> The one that says "Ammo sucks, tits, clits, and beer cans" with a, a naked chick on there, woman on it, right? Dude, that happened on a Friday. We were called in that Saturday morning. For real? <laughs> yeah. God dude. damn. And he was like dead ass serious. He was like, "Did you think that I was joking when I said this?" And he he gave out the whole scenario. He was like, "Somebody." thought it'd be a good idea i'm standing I'm, I'm standing right next to griffin and i can hear this motherfucker trying not to laugh and we're all like in formation like yeah. we're all lined up like what you'd see in the movies and all yeah. that stuff you know and i'm just like oh god please don't fucking laugh please don't fucking and like you know me dude like once someone around me starts laughing, dude you're, you're gonna lose it too i, I was just i'm like biting my cheeks like i'm tasting iron and i'm like biting so hard like please god please god no please <laughs> so, it was a good time man good old korea man but i mean so that but that happened off base, right? Or was that the E Club? No, that was off base. I'd been like, dude, it was fucking like, it was not, it was outside of the work environment, yeah, man. Fuck off. But at the same time, you know, military, their jurisdiction that is a commission officer, like there's true. I'd been like, we shouldn't have been around here anyways, man. <laughs> oh, he oh he never came out again. <laughs> so your your buddy Griffin, he took one for the team then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of put it in respect. I think that was like shortly after all that like sexual assault shit came out at like Lackland or whatever. Like oh yeah, so, like, the it, fucking like, TIs were sexually assaulting yeah, the girls. Air Force wide, uh, they cracked down. You know, I actually knew a guy that worked there when that was happening. He was a TI. No, 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 no. He. Uh, it was, uh, I think I talked about him in a previous episode. He was a buddy of mine who was Seaburn. Oh, okay, and okay. he would run, like, the uh, the gas chambers that we had to put on your, like, all your chem gear, and they drop, like, tear gas yeah. in there, so you can know how it works or whatever, and then you mm-hmm. take off your mask and suffer for five minutes. You know? Say <laughs> your name. <laughs> take a deep breath, say your name. Oh, God, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's just, oh, it burns, it burns. Sure did clear your sinuses out. That might be a good story to tell, talk about, you know, the history of all of that true because he worked with so like all the ti's that were all the the training instructors some people call them drill sergeants so we're referring to yeah um 
they got augmented out. So they were immediately removed from like they they, they weren't working around training people anymore. So mm-hmm. they so they put them in like different places. So they have them go like, hey, for the time being, like you're gonna go process paperwork at like the dental clinic. Oh or, fuck! Like you're gonna go. I don't know, run this uh, at the electrician's office or where, wherever on, on base. So my guy who ran all the chemical stuff, he got one of the guys. And uh, the guy was a master sergeant at E7. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell too much of the story because I think it would be a good story later for the podcast. But he was like the main guy. That was doing it? Yes. Okay, so he was actually, he was guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he said the guy was like a straight up psychopath. Really? Yes. He said he was so he had everyone in the shop convinced that he was actually innocent. Oh and they shit! They all believed him. And then my that's buddy, probably how he got away with. My buddy went to the court case and saw the physical evidence be brought up, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh my god!" Like he just he was just shocked. he just couldn't believe another human being would do this shit. Damn, it was, it was bad, dude. That's it was, terrible. It was really bad. Like it was like aggravated assault. Like it wasn't. Oh, like forcible type yeah, shit. Like non consensual. Oh yeah, damn! Like on like multiple guys girls you name jesus it. anything yeah. to get his hands on mm-hmm. yeah well that's a good way to end <laughs>